Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Maybe it was the way he spoke. I imagine he spoke with confidence and conviction. Maybe it was the depth and breadth of the things he spoke about that day. However he did it, it was impressive. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. The teachers of the law were highly educated, the scholars of the scriptures, what in time became known as the Old Testament. They were obviously very important and held in high esteem by the people. They knew a lot. You would think that their being smart people would have led them to agree that Jesus, what Jesus was teaching was the truth of God. They could have deduced his authority from his teaching and actions, but they did not. They did not come to the right conclusions about him. The people, they were amazed. The teachers of the law, on the other hand, did not seem to have been impressed at all by Jesus. Perhaps their great knowledge of the letter of the scriptures did not have room for this unknown guy, even if he spoke with the authority that impressed the people so much. It was just one worship service and one speech by Jesus, but it was enough to make that deep impression on the people. They could not believe their ears. Here was real authority, authority of the kind they had never encountered before. The teachers of the law would regularly cite several different scholars in their teaching to make their teaching strong and relevant. Jesus, on the other hand, did not do that. He did not need to do that. He taught as one with authority because his teaching was his own from beginning to end. He did not need to reference any scholar to agree with what he was teaching. Even though the people had heard the teaching of the teachers of the law, they could tell right away that the teaching of Jesus was different and it was the truth. It was superior. He opened up the word of God to them, for he himself is the word of God the very thing he was teaching. He taught as one with authority. He still teaches as one with authority through his revealed word, the Bible. Now Mark does not tell us what Jesus taught in the synagogue that day. But we're not flying blind here. We know his teachings from the New Testament. He had come to set the people free from the grip of sin over their lives that grip that can never be loosened by anyone else or through any other means except through his precious blood to be shed on the cross in the third year of his public ministry. He had come to preach that no animal sacrifice and no amount of effort to keep the commandments would lead one into the kingdom of God. That would only happen through repentance and faith. That repentance for the forgiveness of sins comes through him alone. That faith must be in him and what he had come to do. Only the one with unlimited authority can make such claims. Suddenly, while he was still teaching and as if to test him, a man in the synagogue with an unclean spirit cried out, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. In the ancient world, People believe that knowing the real name of a divine being gave one control over that being. It did not work for this demon. Jesus rebuked him. Come out of him. The impure spirit shook the man violently and came out of him with a shriek. 
Now it became obvious. This man, Jesus, had authority not only in his teaching, but also in his power over evil spirits. His word matched his action. And he did it. He did not even have to invoke the name of God. He spoke in his own power, with his own authority. The word authority may not always be seen as a good word by some people. Indeed, it is not seen as a good word by a whole lot of people because it implies that somebody has the power to tell them what to do. And as you know, it does not make people happy when someone who looks just like them and talks just like them gives them orders and they have to comply with them. A typical, though often unspoken, reaction to authority is this. You don't tell me what to do. So in our own day, when rebellion against authority is seen by some as a good thing, it can be a turn-off that Jesus is being described as one with authority. That means people have to listen to him. People have to do what he has directed. Surely, a person feels better if he or she can say, nobody tells me what to do. You may have seen those bumper stickers that scream at you, question authority before they question you, against all authority. Authority is the enemy. To be sure, we love people with authority sometimes. When there is a crime in our neighborhood, we love the police when they patrol the streets. We love the authority they have when they finally arrest a killer or a robber because then we can breathe a sigh of relief. We may also love authority if we are the ones in charge because we know we can apply it a little bit differently to ourselves. We can be a little more flexible. We can go easy on ourselves. But we like the law enforcement authority less when we are at the receiving end. Just when we need to get to a place in a hurry, they appear out of nowhere and demand to see our driver's license because they believe we have been speeding. And we know it is true. We dislike the authority the IRS has over us when they tell us we have to pay taxes whether our income is large or small. Yet we know that we can get into trouble if we don't comply, so we duly file our taxes. The natural inclination to hate authority sometimes makes people hate God because they think he's just the one with authority and all he wants to do is to make demands of them. There are many Christians who do not agree with all the teachings of Jesus. They are not afraid to say so openly. They claim they look for deeper meanings. They believe that following Jesus' teachings today should mean different things than they did originally. Some insist that the Bible can be and has been interpreted in many different ways, so its meanings should continue to evolve. And if that means Jesus was wrong on some points of his teaching, or that he did not say everything that the New Testament attributes to him, then so be it. That means... They question the authority of Jesus instead of being amazed by it. But the Bible is, in fact, the teaching and life-giving acts of Jesus. It is a life-giving book given to the world under his authority. It is a perfect book of God. It comes with the authority of Jesus. It has his stamp of approval. For us who continue to believe and trust in Jesus as our only Savior, our problems with his authority may show up in our wish that he had taught certain things differently than he did. Maybe if he had said, 
tell others about me, that I came to rescue them from spending life forever with the devil in pain and suffering. But if they choose to believe in what other religions teach, that's okay too. Then we will not feel the burden or the need to share the good news about him. Someone will say, I got sick and in pain. Why didn't he use his authority to heal me and amaze me? Jesus has not always given the answers in the way we want. But one thing he has said, which he will bring about by his authority, is the promise of eternal life which no one else can give. His teaching and his action will bring this about. No believer will be kept out of this promise. As a believer, you are in. His teaching and his action alone are necessary and sufficient to give you eternal life. The people were amazed at his teaching because he taught them as one who had authority, not as the teachers of the law. A demon-possessed man said, What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. That was a perfect testimony about Jesus. He has authority to teach and authority to rescue from the devil. Jesus has authority over our lives, both now and in the world to come. That is for our good. We can live in peace because of that. He used his authority to break the stranglehold that the devil had over that unnamed man with the evil spirit. Jesus uses that same authority to keep the evil one from his plan and scheming to confuse us and take us away from him. Yes, sometimes there will be problems in your life. Sometimes you may feel overwhelmed by a whole host of issues in this world with family, friends, work. You might feel discouraged. You might fail in some things sometimes. But Jesus' authority is not and will not be diminished by any negative things that happen in your life. His love for you will not be diminished by your failures. As the writer to the Hebrews says, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Jesus has that absolute authority because he is God. He could have used it any way he wanted. But Jesus is not a tyrant, nor is he a whimsical dictator. If all he did in his teaching was to order us about telling us, do this, don't do that, he would be one big egotistical despot. And if he is such a despot, we might be justified in having questions about his authority. But he does not use his authority to oppress us. His coming with the authority is a blessing for us. With authority, he erases anything we've committed against him or our fellow human beings when we come to him in repentance. He is always eager to do this and does it instantly. He does it because he took your sins and mine sins upon himself and took them to the cross. He allowed himself to be crucified. He died, but death does not have authority over him. He has authority over death. So he rose again and lives forever in heaven. But he is also present with us according to his promise. He has authority to do that. And he is doing that in an invisible way. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I among them. Yes, Jesus' teaching is an old teaching. Yet it is still a new teaching because his teaching never gets old. It is always fresh and new. Yes, for us, his authority was displayed a long time ago, yet his authority is still perfectly effective. 
His authority to heal the sickness of sin is as strong as ever. When we speak words of forgiveness to heal the sickness of sin from up here or to one another, it is done because he approves of it. It is as if he himself does it, and indeed he does. You have come under his authority by grace, not by compulsion. And this authority is used for you to protect you and to keep you blameless until the day he comes again. Because of the authority that Jesus has, you have the privilege of saying, Jesus Christ, the one who has all authority in heaven and on earth, is my Lord and my God. Amen. Amen.